My name is Jessica Knight, and this is the Relationship Recovery Podcast. This podcast has been a long time coming. I've been coaching millennial women for seven years now on quarter-life crisis and have really rooted my work in helping people be who they actually are. Prior to that, I was working with yoga instructors on finding their unique teaching voice after going through yoga training and not really being able to own mine or even speak in front of the room, but that's another story. And through my work and through helping other women and also working on my own healing, I've discovered that working in the field of relationships is actually my life's work or what I believe to be my life's work. While I still will likely work with women, millennial women on quarter life crisis, I'm starting to notice there's a real need for narcissistic abuse coaching, as well as healing from emotional abuse coaching. And that's what this podcast is going to be focused on. It's going to look at toxic traits in relationships, toxic traits that come up in our own life, and what we need to look for, how to ungaslight ourselves, and how to validate our own experience. And so today I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story and what got me here and what qualifies me to be here. I typically say I've been training for this my whole life as a joke, but it's actually not a joke and it's actually not really funny. Um, It's the truth though. And we'll talk a bit more about that later. But first I want to start out with how I used to explain how I date or what I noticed in my unhealthy patterns in dating. And so what I used to say is in my 20s, I took on the project of unshallowing myself. And I was really proud of this. I was going for the same kind of guy and getting the same result. An asshole with arm muscles who can go jab for jab with me but doesn't prioritize me. I joke assholes are just my type but I quickly learned that that kind of guy would never actually care for me more than his friends or the gym, and he didn't care if he treated me like shit. I needed to learn how to go for the nice guy who maybe didn't have the initial jab and or the six pack, but would treat me like a princess if I let him. And I am here to tell you that that story is actually bullshit. That story doesn't even scratch the surface of what was going on. And so here is the real story. I went for narcissists and assholes because it was more familiar to feel not good enough than to feel valued. That was my version of safe. That was what I knew love to be. I pushed away every nice guy that came my way and prioritized going back to hurtful relationships with men who never valued me. Well, they valued me so long as I fit into the box that they wanted me to fit in. And something that you will learn about me as we go along is that I have tried to fit myself into boxes that other people have created and crafted for me. And I can do a really good job for a really long time, but I'm always bursting at the seams, whether it's behind closed doors or it's on my own or it's visible. I am unable to be in somebody else's box. 
and I'm finally at the point where I will no longer even consider putting myself in one. But it took me a long way to get here. I grew up in an emotionally, verbally, and physically abusive home where validation and safety didn't exist. I was always alone and always in survival mode, even as a child. I often think back to the eight-year-old me who ran away and tried to go to her grandma's house because she felt like she had enough. As an adult, I didn't know how to trust myself because I grew up being invalidated. I wasn't deserving of anything that seemed quote-unquote normal, like clothes that fit or birthdays that were celebrated care given when sick, the ability to sit at the dinner table with my family, having accomplishments celebrated, if I had any, and most importantly, having emotions validated. I went for the bad boy from the moment I started dating in fifth grade. From that point on, I put myself in relationships with unavailable and emotionally abusive and controlling men. Even in high school, One of my first boyfriends cheated on me in front of me in the cafeteria and I still tried to get him back after he blamed it on me because I was too prude. And as I got older, my system sabotaged every nice guy because it couldn't handle it. It didn't know what to do with it. I thought something was wrong with me, that I was just wired differently. But subconsciously, The narcissists were triggering my old wounds in an addictive way. The discarding, the not good enough, the unlovable, the feeling of not being important, and definitely my anxious attachment style. And even worse, leaving those quote-unquote bad relationships felt like removing fingers from my hands. It was so hard for me to accept behaviors that my friends would have ran from. I stayed far longer than I should, and experienced a ton of pain every time I left something that I didn't even like. At 29, I married a man I knew wasn't good for me because I wanted a fairy tale ending. I had the career I wanted and worked for, life coaching, a child, I was pregnant, and a husband, all before 30. I justified and overlooked warning signs for years including relapses and my screaming instinct for this fairy tale. I was the second most depressed, more about that later, that I've ever been in my life. And when I finally worked up the courage to leave, it was after being a shell of myself and trying to leave a hundred times before. I will share more of my story with you on our clarity call and in session when relevant because it can be really helpful to know that somebody gets it because they lived it. But I choose not to write more about it and I choose not to talk more about it here for my own personal safety. And if you are reading this, I imagine that you understand. After my marriage ended, it took two years off from dating and sex to heal. This wasn't done with intention. It was out of survival. I couldn't imagine going out on a date. I was a single parent and the number one provider to my one-year-old daughter. I was in therapy twice a week and working through everything that comes up. 
from leaving a toxic relationship to co-parenting with what I would say a difficult partner, but also navigating a lot of new things for the first time. It wasn't until the pandemic when everything shut down and I couldn't distract myself with work anymore that I was forced to look at everything underneath the anxiety to actually admit for the first time that I went through trauma growing up and to understand the effects that that trauma had on me and how it was showing up in romantic relationships over and over again. But the healing didn't end there and I don't think it will ever fully end and I am okay with that. I learned a lot from the first few relationships and situationships that I went into when I started dating and I am now much more aware of my attachments, patterns, and habits. And I have learned how to validate and trust myself, how to recognize abuse and gaslighting, and how to walk away from something that isn't right for me. I also know how hard that can still be, even with a higher level of self-awareness. And so I share this with you so you know that I understand where you are, because I've not only been there, but I became certified in narcissistic abuse to specifically help women who are where I was. I have been trained in attachment styles, mm-hmm. conscious breakups, conscious dating, and a lot more in the field of the relationships. But all of my training doesn't even light a candle next to what I've been through. You deserve to be loved and chosen, not almost loved and almost chosen. And I hope that this podcast is validating, helpful, and I hope that you feel supported. You can reach out to me with a topic you'd like me to discuss at jessica at jessicanightcoaching.com. And if you're interested in working with me, you can fill out a clarity form there and we will jump on the phone. If this is not right for you at this time, that's okay. I will still provide you with some support and any resources that I can. Thank you, and I hope to meet you soon.